0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Language Arts Workshop, Communication Arts and Performance Arts Assessment. This is the last day of our assessment, formative assessment. That means to check your readiness for exams, your tasks, your emotional well-being, everything. So this is an assessment, treat it like an exam, but a fun way that is. This is the last group of performers and they are the most senior. Yanling here with me. She is completing her CSI-8 this year. Congratulations Yanling, or maybe not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not <laughs> yet. Not yet. Not congratulations yet. Okay, okay. But you have come this far and um, it's, it's a great... Great, great achievement anyway. Everyone, today's program is all about college and career ready. Why we want to have this show for everyone to see today is because the transition from uh, school life into the real world, working world, adult world sounds scary. Mm -hmm. Through my 20 years of teaching experience and also uh, many, many years of parenting experience too, I've found that many students, especially Malaysian students, find themselves overwhelmed and unprepared. But from what I've seen, many law students have finally realized that um, life and learning is far more complicated and uncertain than what the school has taught them. You guys, many of you guys have realized that I know because what we have given you or have trained you here actually very difficult, but you guys made it. In this session, our CSI six to eight students will share with you, will try to attempting to entertain you and to inspire you and inform you about what coming up next, what you need to learn next. Okay, don't be scared, but be prepared to have fun learning anyway. So tonight let's give a warm welcome to Miss Ku Yan Ling here, the host for the rest of the show. And all the best.
1: Okay, thank you, Miss Sue. Hi everyone, welcome to our show. Thank you all for coming. I'm Yanling Ling and I'll be the host for today's show. So, as Misu just said, I'm currently taking CSI grade 8, which is the last level in the CSI syllabus. I'm a university student, and in fact, I just started off my first year in degree. Therefore, I know the importance of having all the skills that I have been taught in law. These skills came in super handy throughout my college years, and I'm so grateful that I got to pick out all the necessary skills from law. So, today, I would also like you all to learn some of the skills too. Here with me today are kaito and Andrew.
2: Hi everyone, my name is kaito I am 16 this year, so I'm Form 4. This year, I'm going to be taking
3: CSI 6.
1: Okay, how about you, Andrew?
3: Hi everyone, my name is Andrew. I'm 17 this year, and I'm taking CSI 6 too.
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you guys. So, I bet All of you here today is definitely here to learn something, right? So you guys might want to grab a pen and a notebook. Try not to fall asleep, okay? (laughs) So in today's show, we will be sharing on the ways of how we craft speeches and CVs that can be really handy in the future. So let us wait no more and let us learn! First up, I'll be sharing on the tips and tricks on how to craft an effective speech. Okay, so first, I mentioned just now, I'll be sharing the tips and tricks. Next, I will be telling you guys what Conversation Grid is all about. Kaita and Andrew will teach you guys how to write a CV and video script. They will also tell you some interview tips that can be useful if you go for interviews. And, and the, towards the end of the show, we will have a discussion on how college and career ready are we? And we have a special guest with us today. Okay, the purpose of for the few of us to conduct the show is because we hope that we could provide you guys with skills that are considered essential by employers and colleges. We think that academic preparation alone is not, I repeat, is not enough to guarantee college and career readiness. So in order to succeed in the workforce or in college, a well-rounded education is definitely needed. Let's get started to the first, first segment of the show, speech casting for everyone by me. I'm an e-commerce and marketing student. We can see that giving speeches has become more and more normalised in the workforce to the point where it becomes a necessity. I'm here today to share some tips and tricks to guide you all on how to craft a speech that can be used for any event. I think all of us here today definitely know the importance of writing a speech. Because when you come into college or university, giving presentation is a must regarding of what course you're in. The reasons for me wanting to share my knowledge on speech crafting is because I've been seeing my peers struggling to write their speeches to present in classes for their classwork assignments because they tend to disorganize their content and that leads to them messing up the whole presentation. Therefore, I am giving this talk to teach you all on how to craft an effective speech. There are 7 tips to create an effective speech. Tip number one, know your topic well. You should know your purpose of giving the speech. Ask yourself this, what do you want to achieve? Do you want to inform your audience about something? To persuade them or to educate them? Tip number two, before writing a speech, you must know your target audience. By that, you should profile your audience. Ask yourself, who will be your target audience? Who do you want to deliver this speech to? Who will be listening to you through this talk? So by knowing who your audience is, appropriate vocabulary can be used to deliver your written speech. Tip number three, be clear about the nature of the event that you're going to speak at. What is the occasion? What event would you be speaking at? Is it during a wedding dinner, during graduation day, or just during a birthday party? Tip number four, always know your role. So ask yourself, who are you speaking as? For instance, you can be an MC for a birthday party, Or maybe you can be a speaker who got invited up to give a talk during a ceremony. So these are the important tips that you should know and be clear about before writing a speech. After being clear about this first four tips, you can start to brainstorm your points, which is tip number five. With brainstorming, you can either use a flowchart or maybe a mind map, so depends on which which style suits you more. A flowchart illustrates the various steps of a process in a logical order, while a mind map is a diagram in which information is visually represented. Usually a mind map, the primary idea is in the center and related ideas are organized around it, as you can see from the slide. For me, I will prefer a mind map better, because I learn better this way. After brainstorming, either using a flowchart or a mind map, you should write out a clear speech outline and a rough draft of the speech. So that is tip number six, structure and draft your speech. The structure of the speech goes by opening, introduction, progression, conclusion, and then closing. The opening of the speech should normally be catchy. This is because audience usually makes the a uh, make judgment at the first impression. First impressions are very very important. You can start your opening um with a question, a quote, or maybe even with a joke. Once these are all done, you can finally get a clearer picture on the overall flow of the speech, thereby allowing you to identify the precise areas that need research so this is the last tip tip number seven why research research should be made to back you up with evidence like maybe you can use statistics or analysis made by legitimate sources research helps to strengthen your speech it also makes your speech more believable hope you guys caught all that Let's have a recap. If I was going too fast, you guys can screenshot this down. These are the seven tips to craft an effective speech. Tip number one, know your topic well. Tip number two, know your target audience. Tip number three, be clear about the nature of the event that you're going to speak at. Tip number four, always know your role. Tip number five, brainstorm. Either using a flow chart or a mind map. Tip number six structure and draft your speech. And the very last step research to back you up. Hope you guys are still awake. Let's talk about the conversation grids. So I think everyone in law knows what. This is. The conversation grid, or you can call it as an identity card, is a tool to help you find out more about yourself. It is some sort like a professional self-assessment. So, how does the conversation grid help, you may ask? Conversation grid can be used for self-introduction and this is exactly how we do it in law we use our own conversation grid to create our self-introduction speeches so being able to introduce yourself well is a life skill you'll need this skill when you meet new people in college you in college in our university or even in the workforce so other than just uh meeting new people you 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 need to introduce yourself when you go for interviews and even when you give speeches right however bear in mind introducing yourself is not just telling people your name and your age it is much more to that which is why the conversation grid comes in handy so conversation grid helps in tv writing and this part andrew and kaiser will tell you more about it later so other than that, Conversation Grid also helps in answering questions. So, take a look at this. This is what the Conversation Grid looks like. So this is my template, my version. Um, okay, right now, I would like Andrew and Kai Zhe to share to us today's Conversation Grid. So Kai Zhe, would you like to go first?
2: This is my conversation grid, uh, my main interest is in robotics, I've been doing it for a very long time now and it's fun, you know, and uh, my strengths, uh, I be- the things I believe I'm good at is my communication skills, and also my leadership skills from a bunch of robotics competitions, and also my collaboration, uh, I like to meet new people, you know, make New connections and all that and the, the skills that i am working on right now is my wait what happened to one of the skills okay never mind um uh, i remember
1: it was uh, internet right less usage or what was it again
2: uh, yeah less internet usage yeah yeah and uh, another one is a uh, social observation skills i like to know uh what to do in this, uh, certain situations better and also my punctuality because I'm either too early or too late. And uh, the three uh, future goals that I want to achieve within the next three years are my first year is to get my motorcycle's license because it uh, sounds fun, you know, get to ride around. And uh, my second year is to get straight A's for SPM. It is a goal that I set for myself and You know, uh, why not? And uh, my third year is to work as a Lego robotics instructor assistant part-time. And uh, yeah, that's my conversation grid.
1: Cool, thank you. Thank you, Kaiser. So let's move on to Andrew. So Andrew, this is your conversation grid.
3: Okay, so this is my conversation grid. My main interest is playing chess. So I started playing chess when I was seven. And my strengths are as follows. I'm a resourceful person. I'm able to innovate and I can work alone and with people well. And the weaknesses I have right now are my public speaking skills. I often mumble a lot when I speak in public. My adaptability skills. I find it hard to adapt to new environments sometimes. And finally, my programming skills. And this is related to my goals that I wanna achieve. So the three future goals I want to achieve within my first year, second year, and third year are to determine my future job in my first year, to master three programming languages, at least three programming languages in my second year, and to buy myself a laptop in my third year. So that's Mm. my conversation group.
1: Okay, thank you, Andrew. So, I hope, Kaito, you get your motorcycle la- license after SEO. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Andrew, your, master your three programming languages. Uh, good luck with that, okay? I have faith in you. So, okay, guys, now we have seen two examples from Andrew and Kaito. I would like to invite some audience up to try and get the of how the Conversation Grid works. Good and Ziyi, Sunxiang, and Ronald please, Jason, can you spotlight them? Hi guys, so I would like you guys to give me one strength, one skill that you're working on, a.k.a. your weaknesses, and one future goal you want to achieve either within the first year, second year, or three years later. So, um... Ziyi, would you like to go first?
4: Um, okay. Uh, my name is Ziyi. Okay. And uh, my strength is I'm agreeable and cooperative. Uh, in a team, I will follow, follow the flow and agree with them when it is reasonable. And. I will cooperate in solving problems with others. Uh, and weakness is yeah. yeah. I'm I'd not confident weak. enough because I'm afraid to do certain things, and I will think a lot and for a long time. So I'm not confident to talk on stages too, and the well, three you're doing future great. Goals you're and talking goals. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes I will, like, be- become nervous or something like this. Yeah, yeah. it's and fine. You're still working on this
1: skill, so good luck. Okay, yeah, so one future goal.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, one future goal is I wish in one year I can go back to Malaysia because now I'm in Taiwan studying.
0: Oh,
4: yeah. yeah, because of the COVID, and then I can't go back now.
0: So yeah, you miss, miss
1: home? One. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you, Zee. So yeah, next... Thank you. Zheng Xiang, would you like to go next? Tell us your strength, weakness, and one future goal.
4: Uh, hi, my name is Zheng Xiang,
5: and my main interest is uh, playing basketball and strengths. Uh,
1: just one will do.
5: Okay, okay. I'm a good listener. Uh, I can oh, just sit there and listen to someone talking without asking anything. Skills I'm working on are prioritizing skills because uh I don't know how to differentiate like which tasks are more important. So I tend to like jump tasks and don't work on the tasks that are more important than the than other stuff. And future goals. Uh, three years from now, I hope to finish up my diploma course in Ta College and pop up in my father's IT
4: department. Yeah, okay.
1: That's all. Thank you. Good luck with that. So, Ronald, your turn. One strength, one weakness, one goal.
4: So, my name
2: is Ronald Chun, and my strength will be my creativity because my main interest will be building a PC, so creativity is important. So, building, like, those cool-ass computer needs creativity, I would say. And skills that I want to improve is my leadership skills because... Soon I need to learn how to run a business and everything. And now I'm just age 20. So I need to at least learn and improve my leadership skills like right now. And my future goals will be,
5: hmm, what, I think one future goal to
4: yeah.
5: maybe
2: run a PC building computer store. Maybe, I don't
4: know. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah okay that's cool yeah. so good luck with that too thank okay uh, thank you all Sunxiang, Ronald and C for the participation so ladies and gentlemen this is the conversation grid so as i mentioned earlier a conversation grid aids in self-introduction cv writing and answering questions that you may not thought you would ask yourself like for instance Three future goals you want to achieve within one year, two year, and three years. So normally you don't ask yourself questions like this, right? So this allows you to think for the future. So now I would like to pass the stage over to Kai and Andrew. They will be teaching us on how to write a CV and video script. And also they will tell us about the do's and don'ts during interviews. Let us welcome Kaiser and
3: Andrew. Hey, thank you, Yan Lin. Thank you again for having us here today. My name is Andrew, and I have completed CSI three to five, and I'm currently taking CSI six. And again, hi everyone. My name is Kaiser,
2: and I've taken SCA three to five, and I took CSI five in 2019. The second task for the CSI six syllabus requires us to create a CV for our Uh, respective jobs or training opportunities and the jobs that we have chosen have to be relevant to our own interests, experiences and aspirations. And the examiner will also be asking us questions regarding our chosen position, which is sort of like
3: a real interview. Today, we will be mainly talking about how to write a CV, steps to write a video script, the interview process and our learning journey. First of all, what is a CV? A CV or a Curriculum Vitae is similar to a resume. It is tailored for the specific job or company you are applying to. So what should a Curriculum Vitae include?
2: Then since it's similar to a resume, then the CV must contain the same details as well. Uh, For example, your name, uh, contact info, and your place of residence. And then comes in your uh, educational background, work experience, and your achievements. And finally, your skills and proficiencies. And you must list down all the companies or organizations that you have worked for so far. And for the educational background portion, just mention the institution, your qualifications, and the year of passing. And in the end, you you also have to list down your skills and proficiencies. For example, uh, your fluency in different languages or your driver's license. And all of these are uh, very important in a CV. So we know what a CV is now, but how is it so important?
3: A CV is important because the purpose of the CV is to get an interview. And writing a CV is the first step towards that direction. So do not ignore the importance of a CV. It also reaches the employer's table before you do. Every company will ask for your CV first and they will go through what you have done so far and whether or not you fit their requirements for the position. So a resume can also sell the skills which you have accumulated from past experiences. You can let your employer know what skills that you've acquired through different jobs and how you are going to utilize them to benefit Company. So your resume would convince them first that you are the most eligible candidate for the position.
2: Now, the both of us have made our own CVs for the positions that we chose. And for that, um, with, that, with that said, uh, we would like to offer you advice on creating a more effective CV for
3: yourselves. First things first, you are recommended to write everything in chronological order meaning the most recent, to the oldest. If you are a student and has very little working experience, consider adding extra curricular activities or school projects. These activities can demonstrate both skills and commitment. Describe the assignment and your specific role in the project. Do avoid mentioning, okay. Do avoid
2: mentioning any negative things uh, on your CV, such as you know, why you left the company and stuff like that. And next, everything must be written in formal language. A CV is a formal document, therefore it should be treated as such. And don't use fonts that have weird shapes either, and uh, stick to Times New Roman. Even a typo error can reduce your chances of getting shortlisted, so if required, I mean it is required, um, proofread it multiple times before submitting.
3: Next, they cut off the CV as much as possible so that it is easier to read and, so, and also give proper spacing between the headings. Then, do not include experiences that are not relevant with the job that you are signing up
2: for. And finally, and most importantly, do not lie. And There should never be any bluff in anything written in a professional CV as it will get caught by the uh, employer eventually and you do not want to get into such trouble uh, and embarrassment for something that you didn't do or something that isn't real. And it will have a very significant negative impact on your own image. And who knows, the CV, I mean your admission might even get rejected firsthand.
3: These are the tips that we can give you and we hope you put them to good use. Moving on. I believe most of us here know what a video script is. It is a document that outlines how your video is going to run. So although we have a CV already, employers would want us to submit an introductory video. And the CV is just the blueprint for us to write the video script. So a video script is very important because script writing helps people focus on their fluency and vocabulary in context. A script ensures that people are able to effectively convey a message to the audience. It also eases the video editing process. Now, I'm going to explain the steps on how to write a video script. The first step is knowing your purpose. You must know what you are doing this video script for. What are you trying to tell your audience? In my case, I am doing a video script for my scholarship application. My audience would be the interviewers, and only if you know your purpose, can you proceed with the next step. Step number two is doing background research on the university or college you are applying for. For me, it is the National University of Singapore, NUS. Every scholarship has has its criteria. I can't just apply for a university without knowing the admission requirements, can I? So in my case, some of the criteria for applying for the scholarship are as follows. A candidate must be a citizen of and ASEAN member country. A candidate must have strong leadership qualities and potential. A candidate must present good co-curricular activity records and possess outstanding high school results. And finally, a candidate must be applying for admission to a full-time undergraduate degree program at the NUS. For me, I am applying for the uh, assistant
2: instructor position at Assessage Robotics Learning Centre and uh, some of the uh, criterias for a good candidate uh, are The candidate must have good leadership skills and have vast knowledge on Lego robotics. And also they should They most probably should be able to communicate well with children And I've been a student there for about 7 years now And uh, I'm, I'm very familiar with what goes on during classes And the classes are on weekends so. It will not affect my study as much.
3: The next step is planning an overview for your video. In other words, you are going to write an outline for your video. An outline is also very important before writing the script as an outline breaks down text into its main ideas and supporting arguments. An outline can also help us identify points that are out of place or points which are not relevant to the context. The conversation grid, personal statement, curriculum vitae and the STAR approach have helped me in writing my outline for my video. Uh, wait, back up. Um, for those who don't know, what does the STAR approach mean? Okay, so the STAR approach is a structured manner of responding to a behavioral based interview question. By discussing the specific situation, task, action and result of the situation you are describing. The S in star stands for situation. Describe the situation that you were in or the task that you needed to accomplish. You must describe a specific event or situation and not a generalized description of what you have done in the past. T stands for task. Talk about what goal you were working towards. The A in star stands for action. Describe the actions you took to address the situation. Sorry with an appropriate amount of detail and keep the focus on you. Ask yourself, what specific steps do you take and what was, your particular, what was your particular contribution? And finally, the R in STAR stands for result. Describe the outcome of your actions and do not be shy about taking credit for your behavior. What happened? How did the event end? What did you accomplish? What did you learn?
2: Moving on. A personal statement uh, consists of your knowledge and ethics, personal story, achievements, your purpose and your qualities, often included in job or university applications or on resumes. It is also an essay that you write to show the admission admission committee who you are and why you deserve to be admitted into the school. In a personal statement, your goal is to close the distance between you and the employer and your personal essay should produce an image of you as a person so that the employers are invited to know your story and what you have in mind for your own future and the future of the
3: company or organization. In my case, my personal statement will be read by the admission committee of NUS. So have a look at my personal statement the first paragraph is my personal story the second paragraph contains my purpose which is applying for the scholarship next slide please and the third paragraph is my qualities and goals. and the final paragraph contains my knowledge and beliefs the personal statement has helped me a lot in identifying the reasons i'm applying for this scholarship and one of the reasons is that Singapore education is based more on merit than the quota system compared to Malaysia. Then, this is my Curriculum Vitae. In my Curriculum Vitae, or a CV, I have included relevant information such as my name, address, IC number, phone number, and so on. Then, below my relevant information, I listed down my education history from the latest to the oldest my work experience in the Pinay International Science Fair of year 2019, then my achievements, my achievements and involvement in activities in the past few years, also in chronological order. Finally, I included my skills, such as being able to communicate and write in both Malay and English. So the curriculum vitae has helped me list down my achievements in numerous competitions and co-curricular activities over the past few years.
2: Moving on, step 4 is gathering materials, and by materials, I mean visual aids for your video, such as snippets and pictures.
3: Visual aids help your audience understand and remember what you are talking about. It may also increase your audience interest towards the topic. So here are some visual aids that I have added in my video. Next
2: is creating a video timeline. A video timeline is a written description of the video and how it is supposed to be made in the eyes who are recording it. And the video timeline includes the pictures and effects and the clips that are going to be included in the video and along with the duration of each clip and the soundbite. A soundbite is a short clip of your speech. And similar to uh, Yanling's speech just now, A video timeline also must include the opening, the introduction, the progression,
3: conclusion, and the closing. So here is my video timeline for my scholarship application video. My video will be approximately three minutes long based on my timeline. So my video would start off with an audio jingle followed by the intro, which includes self-introduction, the purpose of this video, and my targeted subject. My intro will take around 70 seconds then I will proceed with the opening, which are the reasons I'm applying for this scholarship. This will take around 40 seconds. In the progression, I will be taking, talking about my achievements, my strengths, my qualities, and this will take around a minute. My conclusion will take around 20 seconds, and I will end the whole video with the closing, which will take around 20 seconds. Step 6
2: is writing a script. now. After preparing all five of the steps above, we can finally start writing the script. And this is where everything comes in. Your purpose, your research, your outline, your visual aids, and your timeline. And your your script should be written based on your video timeline. Here are some tips on writing your script. And tip number one is minimalize the usage of adverbs. What is an adverb? It is a word that describes a verb. And but why should we include less adverbs in our script? Adverbs carry strong descriptions in of themselves and therefore it prevents the writer or presenter from expressing uh, themselves clearly through the video. And next you should use active voice. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't switch that. Okay, active voice uh, when um, writing your script. Using active voice places the emphasis on the subject and it makes the sentence more
3: straightforward and concise. Moving on to tip number three, is proper paragraphing. Paragraphs play an important role in writing because they provide a framework for organizing your ideas in a logical order. Using a clear structure for your paragraphs helps guide the reader through your written work, or in other words, your script. Tip number four, avoid run-on sentences. When two sentences are next to each other, without any punctuation marks between them, that is a run-on sentence. Run-on sentences are a problem because they make it difficult for everyone to tell where one sentence ends and where the next one begins. Writing without periods is like speaking very fast without stopping.
2: And uh, last but not least, keep your scripts simple and don't use bombastic words. And the, uh, the word you see on the screen here uh, is an example of a bombastic word, uh, so please don't do that. Uh, okay, you want to avoid using bombastic words uh, because you want your audience to easily understand what you are trying to say. And now, after writing the script, the next thing we must do is proofread the script. Proofreading is necessary because it ensures that there are no grammatical errors and wrong word choices. And you can ask your mentor to proofread your script
3: for you. Here is an example of proofreading a script. The annotations in blue were drawn by my tutors from Language After Workshop. And here is the script after proofreading. The script now has a better word choice and the sentences are more impactful. A video script that is proofread can easily convey a message to your audience. The next step is to rehearse. Always rehearse before recording. Please be patient as it might take a few tries. After rehearsing, we can proceed with recording the video. Be sure to find a quiet and bright area to record your video. These are the steps to writing your very own video script. Now, we would like to show you the video Haize and I made with the help of the steps.
5: Hi, my name is Andrew. I am 17 this year and currently studying in Chongling High School. I am an SPM 2021 candidate, and this is my video application for the ASEAN scholarship. I wish to study computer science in the National University of Singapore, NUS. I am applying for this scholarship because Singapore education is based more on merits than the quota system compared to Malaysia. This provides a better opportunity for me to study in my field of choice. Not to mention, I have a Guardian in Singapore for support. The National University of Singapore is famous for its computer Science courses. Besides, it is my dream to pursue my studies in NUS. That is why I am working very hard to obtain this scholarship. And NUS is one of the excellent universities in the world. For the past few years, I have been taking part in a lot of innovation-related competitions. I even represented my school and Malaysia three years ago in Broadcom Masters International in Pittsburgh of the United States. It is a companion program to the domestic Broadcom Masters competition that provides a unique opportunity for select middle school students from around the world to observe the international science and Engineering Fair, ICEF. ICEF is the high school competition owned and administered by the Society of Science. I also won numerous awards in many competitions, such as the Bronze Award in the Penang International Invention Innovation and Design 2021, and the Silver Award in the Malaysia Young Scientists Conference and Exhibition 2020. I am a self directed learner I work well in both groups and individually, as I am a focused, determined, hardworking, practical, and a curious person. An education at NUS will definitely prepare me for my career in the future. The diverse composition of the campus will enhance my understanding of new cultures, as well as improving my critical thinking skills. I am confident that being exposed to the interdisciplinary education and the different cultures, I will gain a lot of benefits, especially in my future job. Computer science is my passion. Therefore, I aim to be a data scientist in the future. I believe by applying for this scholarship, I will get the best quality education. I hope you will consider my application favorably.
2: That is Andrew's video and uh, next up I'm going to be showing my video and in my video I am going to be promoting uh, assassin's robotics and the video that I made is not exactly necessary for the interview but I did it so that I can better express myself while also having a deeper understanding on what I signed up for and the video I made is still a work in progress it's not Uh, finalized yet and also while recording there were a few technical errors therefore the video that you'll see later on is a bit blurry so bear with me for a second (laughs) uh what we what
1: using the the, using the correct email
2: i just can just play from here i think we can just go ahead and skip it it's all right yeah you Uh, know what okay. okay Yep.
0: okay all right I tell you can prepare first is fine.
2: Uh, Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, you can prepare that first. What's next?
2: Okay. So, I'm sorry for my video. And that will be all for the CV and the video script. And moving on, what comes after the video and the CV submission? And that's right, the interview. So, the interview gives you a chance to figure out if the company or job is the right one for you. And it is also designed to decide if you should be interviewed further, hired or not hired. And uh, if you have a job interview coming up, the best way to prepare is to what is this? Okay, the best way to prepare is to read through uh, possible questions that might be asked during the interview. And you don't have to memorize the answers, but uh, please do think carefully on what you say and how you say it. And a few types of questions that might be asked are as following, your uh, questions about yourself, your salary, your credibility, your job performance, and also your future plans.
3: Here are some tips you need to bear in mind during the day of the interview. On the day of the interview, definitely be sure to dress professionally. First impressions are always on the top list of priorities. During the interview, respond to questions with positive statements and be more enthusiastic about the job. Do avoid bad mouthing to your previous employers or tutors. Uh, When answering the questions, you must also answer them clearly and concisely and not speak too quickly. It it is evidence for your skills, experiences and achievements.
2: Also, bring everything that is necessary to the interview for example your notebooks a uh, list of references and your letters of recommendations and etc and during the interview a lot of questions are going to be asked to get to know you better but some questions are harder to answer than others and a few types of questions are as following uh, questions are what are your salary expectations Uh, What makes you unique from others? And do you have any weaknesses? And also, do you have any questions for me? So here are the tips for those questions. And uh, feel free to screenshot them. And I'm gonna pause for a bit so you can screenshot. And uh, yeah, these tips um, you can follow so that uh, you're the way you are. So you can answer them much, much easier. And also uh, you need to worry less about these types of questions and worry about something else, okay? Uh, and yeah, I hope you took your screenshots then. Now, um, that will be all for the entire uh, tips. And, for, and now we, me and Andrew are going to be doing a reflection on the entire task. So like I said before, All of these are part of our task for the CSI 6 syllabus. Before this, I never even thought of what I want to pursue as a career because I was caught up studying. But I think that this task is especially important uh, in order to know you better and also what you want to achieve for your own future. And I think that I can find uh, working more enjoyable if I have my own interests as my job and main source of income.
3: For me, this was the hardest task. I struggled a lot in task two as this task requires me to speak impromptu during the interview session. On the other hand, preparing a CV was way easier than I expected as I already had all the information ready and just needed to compile them. While working on this task, I learned how to record my very own video. I also learned how to edit the video as well as write a personal statement and CV which can be reused for my future job application. I will say the video editing process was very hard, very time consuming, but it was worth it in the end. It was my first time showing together clips, finding the right background music, and fitting sound bites to certain video clips on a timeline. And thanks to Language Arts Workshop, I am ready for whatever the future label world has to offer me. And uh... Yeah,
2: that will be all that me and Andrew would like to share today. And hopefully you're still awake at this point. And uh, now I'm going to be passing back to Yanding to continue the show.
1: Okay, thank you, Kaiser and Andrew. So, (laughs) CV writing is very important indeed, because you will need them uh, when you want to apply for jobs in the future video script on the other hand comes in very handy because I know that I ever since the pandemic everything is going it's conducted online, schools, right? And I'm currently in uni and I'm required to submit my own video resume. And I have nothing to worry about because I learned all this all these skills in law. If you guys have taken out of Kaiser and Andrew's talk, remember to put it into good use, yeah. So um Right now, we will be having a panel discussion with a special guest. So, uh, I would like to invite Vincent Ong. So, he is our special guest today. So, can someone. Okay, just like that. Okay. So Vincent and I are the same age and he has applied to study abroad in Austria, cool right? So he's invited as a special guest today because he has a really interesting experience to share with us, which is what I don't have because um, I enrolled into college way before pandemic and I'm continuing my degree studies in the same institute. Which is why I've not much thing going on, not much thing interesting going on in my life, so sorry. <laughs> so, Vincent, you really have to fill me in with all the interesting things you have done online to apply for your school in Austria. But before that before that, um would you please introduce yourself and share with the audience um your thoughts or opinions on the importance of self analytical skills? And why should we acquire the 21st century learning skills early if possible and be college and career ready by 17 years old? Okay, well,
6: that sounds like 10 questions already. <laughs> I'm hmm.
1: so
4: sorry.
6: <laughs> Pretty hard to answer, but, uh, I'll try my best. And yeah, so first of all, uh, thanks for inviting me here. My name is Vincent. I'm like, as Yin Ling said, I'm also 20 and, um, yeah, so I. Uh, I am pursuing music and uh, specifically classical music and I I play the piano. Last year, uh, as we all know, is when COVID-19 started. That was when I applied for a couple of universities in Germany and Austria. And um, yeah, so I would like to just share a bit about my experiences with that application online and uh, see what comes out of it, okay? And okay. yeah, as for your question, yeah, I'll get on get on to okay, it. Okay,
1: no time. problem, no
4: problem. <laughs> All right.
6: So, at first, uh, some of these universities, like my my teacher suggested to me, like they had good teachers there, and so I looked it up. I did my research. You know, like like um, Andrew and Kaito's presentation said, research about your university is very important, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, that's what I did. And then when I started the application, well, let me tell you a bit about how. Um, how it works with music schools. It may be a bit slightly different than, um, normal unis. So normally they require you to record a video recording of yourself, playing, uh, your instrument, or, um, you know, if you sing, whatever, and, uh, you record that and send the video over to them. Then they will have a panel of judges to look through all the contestants, not contestants, I mean, all the applicants, um, videos, then, um, they will pick from there, you know, who's, mm-hmm. uh, eligible. So, um, that's one thing. And since we're talking about that, I would just like to share screen and show you like an example oh, of Lord. one of the video recordings. Okay. I will share my screen now. Hold on. All right. And I'll just play a couple of seconds. Okay. And this is how it looks. Sorry for the the angle is a bit slanted it's like it's like an artistic dutch angle there you go okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> anyway uh so yeah as you can see like uh, attire is important we had to dress nicely and then uh record and um yes the sound quality as you will hear later is not that perfect but um it as long as the piano sound is clear enough for the judges to hear then it's fine and one last thing is that no editing is allowed so this one whole take so that's something for uh music auditions, you can, you're not allowed to edit. Okay. Yeah. something like that. I'm not going to play the whole song. Okay. It's too long, but (laughs) yeah, basically that's how it looks like. And, um, normally the um, university based on uh, what course that you're applying for, they will suggest you or give you a list of repertoire that you can choose from repertoire means like what pieces are you going to play for the video recording right they will give you a couple of suggestions for example like oh you have to play a chopin etude then you have to choose okay which etude do i want to play and record something like that and then you based on that repertoire that they give you then you plan out your whole uh, recording and that's how it is mm-hmm. and furthermore other than the video you also have to have a couple of documents of course and one of them is well the cv but um for uh, these german or austrian um unis they don't i don't think they re- they don't really call it a cv in german is like uh translated is roughly like a personal data data sheet maybe but
1: it's, it's but it's also some sort like the CV. yeah yeah right? it's
6: some sort like a cv it's very similar let me show you okay so, yeah, this is how it looks like. Uh, don't mind the German, you know, it's basically the same as in English. So this is the CV, basically. And then my personal info, name, where I'm born, blah, 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 blah. And here are, like, my, basically, the education. And these are my experiences, like, you know, what I've done in the past and all that, which is it's quite similar to normal CV. And as you can see, I I as Andrew has mentioned, I order this in chronological order which is important it it makes it very neat and easy for them to see okay so yeah that's that's just an example i put a picture of me too yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it okay so yeah that's one of the document that they need and um sometimes depending on the school they might also ask you like a few questions like why do you want to study here or like what are your goals and stuff like that you know it depends some schools may ask more some of them don't even ask at all they're just based on your mostly on your recording so it depends on the situation after applying all of this i actually was accepted um in one of the schools in austria and but unfortunately because of, uh, well, thank you. But unfortunately (laughs) because of COVID I couldn't travel there at the time. So, um, my enrollment was sort of delayed. Okay. And then, Uh. um, so right now, like currently what I'm doing now is that I'm actually working with law and I'm working with the kids with performance Mm -hmm. arts related projects. So that's a good fun, fun Mm -hmm. way. And uh, it's a good way for me to utilize my skills in music and, help the kids you know come up with something entertaining and fun so yeah that's uh, what i'm doing now and as for the application to university i mean still not so sure yet it's very unsure you know i will probably have to get the vaccine first well but i'm not going to talk about that i mean let's come back so your question about
1: okay so i would like you to share with us your thoughts on the importance of self-analytical skills and why should we acquire 21st century learning skills early and be college and career ready by the age of 17.
6: Mm, okay so self-analytical skills yes 21st century learning skills and why we should be college and career ready by 17. (laughs) okay all right so first of all self-analytical skills well okay what is self-analytical skills first basically the ability to be able to look at ourselves and, you know, reflect and analyze ourselves so that we can grow, I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. roughly. And I think that this skill is definitely very important because of course we will not be spoon fed throughout our whole life. We may be spoon fed when we are still, you know, younger and learning, but once you are thrown in the real world, you're just all on your own. So yeah. what better exactly. way to learn than to look at yourself and, you know, gauge how you're growing by yourself. So I think self-analytical skills, it definitely comes into play, no matter whether you're studying in college, uni, or you're um, working. You know, it, it to constantly grow as a person uh, mm. and for others as well, close to you, is very important. As for 21st century learning skills, so, so what are the 21st century learning skills? Um, it includes the five Cs. First, okay, five Cs critical thinking is the first one. Okay. Critical thinking, and then creativity, communication. All right. Communication arts, communication, mm-hmm. and then collaboration, working with people. And finally we have character, which personally I think is the most important. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, why are these important? Well, again, like as yelling has mentioned before, um, whether we are like going to studies or whatever, we cannot avoid participating in projects and um, presentations and so on and so forth with Mm -hmm. other people, right? And maybe solo, but my point is that um, we will definitely have to use all these kinds of skills, especially, look, so many of these uh, 21st century learning We will have to apply them when we're working with people, like communication, how to tell someone what you want and how to collaborate with them and um, negotiate. That's very important. And then also critical thinking. Like when you learn something, do you really question it? Do you question it if it's, it's true or not? Do you really process it, digest your information? Because just, again, just taking in information is not enough. You have to get it in and make something out of it. So, and then creativity, of course. Uh, I mean, creativity is so important, especially if you're studying, because um, you're going to be creating a lot. So, you need creativity. And then uh, finally, character. Oh, ho, 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 character. It, it doesn't matter what you're doing, right? Your character defines everything who you are, what you do, what you want in your future, past, present, future, everything. So, your character is literally like the found your foundation so if you don't have character you, you can't you don't you're not motivated at all so yeah character to me is the most important yes,
1: yes And yes, then, yes. Uh, it's very good yeah what else what um, else do you want to hear
6: oh yeah the last part of the question so college and college career and period. 17 years old um personally yeah. i think that as long as you're ready to learn as long as you uh you're open-minded and you want to, how to say, to better yourself as a person, then I think that is already a good starting point. Well, you, uh, one doesn't need to be like college and career ready necessarily at 17 years old. It would be great. But even if you are mm-hmm. not, it's good to, uh, to at least be aware about these concepts and to start preparing. I think that's my, my answer, my, uh, opinion yeah so that's a
1: very great answer thank you vincent so i hope kids you guys listen to what vincent just said right (laughs) okay so guys no matter what which field of studies we want to pursue like see vincent is a music student i am a business student andrew is working on his computer science You wish to go to nus uh, and Kaiser is uh, has has been work uh, has been going to robotics and learning them and maybe in the future he might be an engineer you know so um with no matter what field we believe that effective communication skill will always be a great asset to us personally socially professionally and academically thank you Vincent so I hope kids you guys listen to what vincent just said right (laughs) okay so guys no matter what which field of studies we want to pursue like see vincent is a music student i am a business student andrew is working on his computer science He, he wish to go to nus Uh, and Kaiser is, uh, has, has been work, uh, has been going to robotics. Maybe in the future he might be an engineer, you know? Now, I would like to ask Andrew and Kaiser a few questions. Actually, just one question. Andrew, okay, let me ask you first. Um, looking back on your CSI training in law, what are the lifelong learning skills you have gained from law activities? that will definitely boost your confidence in your scholarship in the future? You want to go up to NUS, right?
3: Yep. So uh, the lifelong skill for me is self-reflection skills. So I think self-reflection is very important because I'm able to know what skills I need to work on and it prevents me from doing the same mistake again.
1: Okay, thank you, Andrew. How about you, Kaito?
2: I think collaboration is one of them. I think being able to collab with new people and meet new people is very it's very useful and also important uh, because you get to you know close the distance between you and other people so it doesn't get as awkward during conversations and also it makes people more open to share their opinions you know so not as shy yeah that's what i think
1: okay i wish Andrew Kaiser and Vincent, best of luck with what you guys are currently doing. So, dear audience, now that we have demonstrated to you some basic knowledge or skills that will enhance your college and career readiness, there's one more important aspect of effective communication skills that we must master while preparing for a self-introductory video or a live interview. It's called verbal communication. So for this part, Miss Su will share with you how she encourages all of us to speak and articulate clearly. So let us welcome Miss Su to tell us more about that. Okay, Thank we'll you, you Su.
0: Okay. okay, sure. Let me share my screen. This is nothing new, guys. I think you understand and you learn all this before. Okay, why do we need to have a clear speech? Every time it is because we are taking these standardized exams, communication skills, performance arts, or even um, started from the SEA, the very first syllabus that we tried, okay? So it's no longer there, but now we still practice that, okay, because we are, supposed to speak to be understood. You're not clear, people won't understand you. Okay, this is nothing new, but I want to um, remind you, for those of you who have this training from young, recap your skills and recall your skills and practice again. Because if you stop speaking clearly, bad habit will set in and it's very hard to kick. Okay, so don't forget all the skills that you learned from young, from the SEA time. Don't forget. This is my favorite syllabus of communication arts program so far. It has everything in it and you know it and we have seen it, that it works and it helps a lot of you here. As you can see that, you have to use your voice freely and flexibly. You see what they wrote there is not meant for you to read. That's why I you know, make another text there for you to see, you know, the syllabus, the examiner want you to speak freely and flexibly. That's all they ask us to do. But how to do it? If you don't practice, you won't learn. If you don't learn the theory, you won't get it. You know, you won't know how. Like, for example, today, do you notice Andrew's speech? On the video, he speaks very nice and calm and clear. But when he speaks during the live performance like this, he tend to, to chop a lot with his speech, like a staccato, you know, like right? ta, ta, ta 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 So we have to work a lot on that. And uh, we've done that for poem. We've done that for prose and reading aloud. All these will help you with the speech delivery, okay? And while speaking, you have to make sure you engage the audience. You not just speak blah, 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 blah. You are not aware of the audience. This is why we need to turn on the camera because I need to look at the audience too, how they behave, how you guys sit, how you react. Are you playing games while I'm talking? All right, so it's very important that we look at the audience as well, how they interact, how they respond to the situation. And this is the last part that is really important: your voice, your voice. Do you own your story? Do you own your presentation? Or you sound like you copy somebody's story and use it? It's a confidence there so that you can see how important your voice can be. You know, if you don't practice now, I don't know when can you be, even if you have a professor from Harvard to teach you, I don't think it will work if you don't practice. Am I right? Now, for the intensive linguistic macro skill, people making this class, good move. Because this time you will get to learn speech. You know, how to make the clear sound, from uh, phonological simple phonics. Don't think it's the kindergarten elementary stuff. It's a foundation of clear speech. You will get to learn, you know, remember, we play tongue twister, we do a lot of reading, a lot of consonants here, articulation, and clarity is about vowels. You see, when I say vowel, what do I do with my mouth? Do you mumble, mumble, mumble like that a lot? Or do you speak? Do you make the E sound, a sound, short, long sound clear enough? So that is under clarity, all right? And intonation, we are talking about, English is very melodic language, you know? It has up and down. And our Asian language here, mostly ha- uh, monotone. You know, like Japanese is very flat. Even Thai, we don't have up and down like English. Chinese, I'm not sure. I don't speak Chinese. So English is like a melody there. If you don't go up and down, you sound flat and boring. So these are all the theory you need to find out too by yourself. Don't wait for us to feed you, right? And it's not working if you don't practice. Phrasing is how well you handle long sentences. Breathing, those kind of stuff. Nothing new, right? Emphasis is how you emphasize stress certain word or phrases to make your message interesting or memorable. All these skill, okay? CSI-5 people listen up. You need to explain all these to the examiners when asked. Yes, so you've done all that already. These are the vocal delivery task three. You need to do that. And if you've done all of this, you will show your fluency. You will sound fluent in your speech. People can understand you easily. Okay, so that's it. And as you can see, LMS people and even CSI, some of the group people, we cannot use each of your speech, your script, to do um, as an example in class. We have to come up with some simple text and you learn. Okay, then you see in this simple text, look, I need a box of biscuits, a plate of mixed salad, a bucket of chocolate ice cream, and a bowl of pear jelly with special cinnamon on it now. You know, if you read this kind of sentence with expression at one go, you are a fluent speaker because you know your feeling, you know how to read, you know what word to stress. That is the fluent reading or speaking, okay? And how to get there? You have to learn the one on the right-hand side, the colorful one, short vowel, long vowels, or whatever it is there. Learn it. If you have learned from kindergarten, go ahead, do more revision. If you have not, find out how to learn this again, right? So that would be it. Now, this is the answer sheet for the previous sentence just now. You look at that, a simple sentence, you see how many things in there. I'm not going through this, but I'm just, you know, like open your eyes only. There are more to it to learn English. And how to have clear communication or speech is based on all this kindergarten stuff. But just too bad that Malaysian kindergarten don't teach all these things. No time Also, Yanling, tonight we will skip this activity because it's very deep studies today we've done. But I want to share with you guys, all of you guys again, that the speech that you wrote is not about grammar only. Okay? It's about how you deliver your message and your meaning. This is Yanling's personal statement when she was working on um, CSI 6
1: or four years
0: ago right three to four years ago so now you guys have learned how to write your personal statement there's one more step you need to learn is called prosody you need to practice the one in yellow there prosody is about your expression by looking at this document it's, it's nothing wrong with the grammar but it's the meaning itself and the way you convey it or deliver it 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 will be different by listening. When people listen to your speech, they can understand no problem. But when the interviewer look at your writing, uh -uh, this is not effective. Okay, so that's why this is the correction that I've done for you. So you have to study and look why I crossed and why I replaced certain word to make it sound better. This is the second page. Yeah, you see that? It's nothing about grammar, it's about semantics. Semantics is, is the study of words and sentences and the meaning. Okay, guys, listen up. All of you, when you write, it would take a long, long time to come this far. And Yan Ling, and Andrew have come this far. Their English is already steady, already strong, yet still have a lot to fix, right, guys? Do you do you agree? Yes.
1: Totally agree.
0: Totally agree. Yes. Yes. It's nothing wrong. You can get A easily from school writing. I can guarantee. Right? Like this. You can get A, right? Like yeah. this kind of writing can get A easily. Will you happy with that? Ling?
4: No.
0: Now? <laughs> now okay. I'm sure your writing is better. Okay, <laughs> guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Vincent, since he done with high school, he have not ri- I have not seen any solid piece of writing from him yet. One of these days, you have to write for me, and then I have to have. Oh a- no! Look at that. Oh no! Okay, so I kept all my writing. Guys, listen up, everyone! Don't throw away or delete your drafts. It's a good reflection. You you heard Andrew and Kajer? Everything we do here, we would do reflection, and this is a good reflection for yelling. Right? So surprised, right? Yeah. <laughs> One four take years a look ago, at it. I wrote yeah. like this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, not to scare you. Okay. Look at that mess I made. Okay. For CSI-6, okay. By the time you guys reach this level, you have to actually analyze somebody else's speech. Andrew mentioning about the importance of paragraphing, right? You see paragraph means one idea, one paragraph, okay? For effective writing. Second idea, new idea, next paragraph. Yeah, that means one paragraph, guys. And second paragraph, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. This is what we call paragraphing It's very important. And this speech is actually showing the intro, like what Yaling was saying, opening, Mm -hmm. introduction, progression, the middle part, supporting part, conclusion, end with closing. You see coming down all the way. This is the roadmap to study at law. So now ask yourself how deep you wanna go into this English studies, how deep? You want to just learn to pass school exam and happy with that, up to you. You wanna learn more if you have potential, you really love the language, you wanna find out more about it, let me know. Yeah, I'll arrange something for you. But other than that, it's up to you, really, it's up to you. This is my favorite subject. I don't mind learning. I don't mind learning it again and again. And Ling love baking. She failed many times, right? And she yeah. never want to give up because she love it. Yeah. All right. So I, so. I yeah and i think that would be it and now can we have a group photo with the performers today congratulations officially now that you have gone (laughs) through this assessment and um, i think you guys are ready for exams definitely okay let's say cheese for the camera the performance with the other teachers too because these candidates have been working with every teachers at law. All of us. All of us. And we know how hard it has been. And you guys did very well today. Okay, Ready? three, two, one, cheese. One more, one, two, three, cheese, cheese. Good job, everyone. There you have it, everybody. Right, I hope you are inspired by what you've seen today. Okay, it's not easy. And again, the iceberg, remember? Foundation at the bottom of the ocean. Nobody know how hard we've been working, but we do. We know, teachers here know, you've been working very, very hard to get this far. Okay, so don't give up. And this is our mid-year assessment. From today onward, we're gonna select who would be ready to try the online exam. You take you need to register one month in advance. Very convenient nowadays, no problem. So from now on, fine tune each task, okay? Anything that you need to fine tune, do it. Your video, your podcast, your performance, your dance, your piano, your ballet, your whatever it is, fine tune it, do it right, okay? And then we will let you know who are ready to take exam. Okay, that would be it. And then you know, it is hard. Now think about this. If it is easy, the whole world want to do it. It's because it's difficult. That's why not many people dare to come in here, even to watch us. Trust me, I've been invited a lot of people. Like I said at the beginning, they don't want to turn on the camera. Then I say, don't come. Yes, I have to stick to my rules. Okay, so mm-hmm. simple as that. Hmm. Okay, good night and have a great week ahead, guys. Good job. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
5: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bye bye.
0: Bye, bye bye. miso.
1: Hi everyone. Hi miso. Bye bye.